0: You have probably crossed the harbour bridge many times without giving a thought about what makes it stand up. Well, it's all in the design. A few trivia facts are that the full weight of the bridge rests on four hinges, two on the northern end and two on the southern side. The other trivia fact is that the parlance are pure decorations. They carry no load other than the road deck where the roadway passes between them. Bradfield claims to have designed the bridge, and that is partly true. He favoured a cantilever bridge till he went on a fact-finding tour around the world and came across the Hellgate Bridge in New Jersey, USA, built a few years earlier. That bridge was constructed using tieback cables to support the half-arches during the construction, till they met in the middle it was to avoid obstructing shipping in the waterways at all cost. The same requirement applied to Sydney, as the shipping port was in the inner harbour. Although half the size of the Hellgate Bridge, our bridge looks exactly like theirs. So he borrowed the Hellgate Bridge design for the tender document and called for designs of either a cantilever bridge, or an arch bridge, or both. The successful bidder was Dorman & Long. They offered designs for both with the arch bridge, chosen by Bradfield for Sydney. Now comes the tricky point. Ralph Freeman of Freeman & Partners did the detailed design for Dorman & Long. He calculated the strength of the steel, the thickness, the cross-section of the girders, and how strong the tire-back cables had to be. And the calculations were verified by Bradfield. One-eighth scale models were regularly tested during construction to ensure that the calculations matched the real world. Now we have three designers, the Hellgate Bridge designers, Bradfield and Freeman. Throughout the lead-up to the approval stage and the construction, Bradfield was continuously in the limelight. He lectured, had frequent media interviews, and generally promoted the bridge to the government, and the people of New South Wales. It was his vision and his life's work. He claimed with just some justification that the whole thing was his vision and therefore his design. When it came to opening the bridge and nailing a bronze plaque to the southeastern Eastern Parliament that is there till this day, he wanted to be acclaimed as THE designer. Ralph Freeman, the detailed design engineer, objected in the strongest terms. After all, he did the detailed design. The parties could not come to an agreement and the government of the day wrote a compromise that neither party ever accepted. It reads in short that Bradfield did the general design and specifications, while Freeman was the consultant and designing engineer. To this day, that controversy has still not been resolved. What is clear, however, is that the word design is imprecise and vague. It is widely used today with a variety of meanings. Another trivia fact is that the building of the bridge was one of the reasons why the naval dockyard moved from Cockatoo Island to Garden Island. The fear was that enemy fire could bring the bridge down and bottle the Australian fleet in the inner harbour.